and welcome. This is Trials and Tribulations. I'm Phil Airy and I've got my two cohorts. Sarah Owen Hughes and me, Faith Douglas. Welcome to my garden. This is very nice. It's all right, isn't it? In the middle of the woodlands, yeah. in middle of nowhere. Yeah, I really do live in the middle of the woods, don't yeah. I? Absolutely yeah, you do. do. <laughs> Guarded not... by the most vicious geese I've ever seen in my life. They are, they're absolutely. They're all... They attacked my car. Can I just say, those geese were hand-reared mm. by my family and they were lovely until we had bird flu. And we had to lock them into a pen. And yeah, I remember that, yeah. about three months. I think it sent them slightly crazy. Right. Because they've never been right since. Plus she's laying eggs, so he's very protective. Yeah. But yeah, they are guard geese. Which is a good thing to have when you live in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I've got nothing to be afraid of here. No. There's no people. No, that's fair enough. So I'm not worried. No. <laughs> geese or no geese, I've got nothing to worry about here. Uh... I'm look- we're, we're sat looking at your veg patch right now. And it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? We've just had that little bit of sun after mm. a very rainy May. Yeah. And you can just see the plants starting to romp away. Yeah. What yeah. have you got in here, Faith? What are you growing? So we have um, some potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two different types of potatoes. Don't ask me the types. I can't remember. It was a while ago that they went in. I've forgotten. <laughs> but the potatoes here on this side, on the left-hand side. So my, so my garden is, if I just explain it, describe the way it looks... It's uh, a big square mm-hmm. and it's split into four small squares with yep. paths so we can walk between each block. Um, so I tend to move what I grow around from block to block. As so a, a classic rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got potatoes on the right-hand side there. We've got potatoes on the left as well. Now the ones from the left-hand side, I decided I hadn't bought enough potatoes. So I did the classic one into my fridge, mm-hmm. found some baby potatoes, cut them in half yeah. and stuck them in the ground. Mm-hmm. And hey presto, my potatoes are growing. So I know those are baby potatoes. Those ones I bought are seed potatoes and I can't quite remember what variety <laughs> they were. So potato surprise. So potato surprise and baby potatoes. We have got some pumpkins. There's two pumpkins over wow. there. Ah, yeah, nice, yeah. So they've got a nice bit of space there so they'll fill all that mm-hmm. area. We've got some red onions. And I've got nasturtiums because mm-hmm. I like to add the flowers to um, the garden. So hang, hang on, can can you hear that? Oh, sorry, it was just chives talking. <laughs> <laughs> there are chives. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, there's, there's not yeah, just chives, just, but there's also garlic chives. Oh, lovely. Uh, so I've got there's a, there's a number of different herbs over there. Mm-hmm. You've got some fennel down here. You've got some thyme there. These are French beans. Um, we've got sweet corn. Mm-hmm. That's the baby corn. Yeah, lovely. And we've got lemon balm and uh, artichoke at the back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got peas on that side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see many, many strawberries. Yeah. You know, I've never had artichoke. You haven't? No, because they just look horrible. I oh. have some artichoke in my fridge. Can it stay there? Can we do a taste <laughs> test? I don't know. I've never had it. Well, you're going to. Okay. Mm. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I think you would. It's I've, I've, just, I've just picked this off one of the shrubs. Yeah, what, what is it? Have a, have a little sniff. Crush the leaf up and sniff. <laughs> oh, don't be rude. Let's have a sniff. What does it smell of to you? It smells porky. Porky. <laughs> yeah. It smells of bacon, doesn't it? Like it smoky does. bacon crisp frazzles. When you go to the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get a packet of 
What are they? Yeah, the smoky bacon crisps. Yeah. yeah, it's viburnum, bodden tense dawn, which yeah. you normally associate, you identify from the amazing pink or white flowers in January yeah. and that amazing sweet fragrance. Yeah. And at this time of the year, coming into the summer, the leaves, as a protection against things like viburnum beetle, release this musky scent when they are crushed. Mm. But it smells like smoky bacon crisps. I like it. I, I like it. You know, my next door neighbour's got them and it's fantastic flowers. I've never known to crush the leaf. No, in the summer, I, didn't you don't. Know, I didn't know. It's because it's sun. it's just a green shrub in the summer, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing particularly yeah. special. So you walk past it, you identify it in the winter because mm-hmm. it stands out. So I always think that's fascinating. You go past and crush yeah. the leaves. It's, it's funny how it, um, it erodes that uh, aroma to way, way off. Yeah, to get, to get, rid, to get rid of yeah. predators from eating it. Well, there's a viburnum in the arboretum and it smells absolutely foul yeah but only when we cut it yes so it's absolutely enormous mm-hmm. it's shrub slash tree quite big mm, mm. Um, and it, it smells of poo it smells of dog poo really yeah mm. dog poo. When, whenever you cut it absolutely smell that does not smell of dog no, poo. no 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 i mean That's i don't know what pleasant. the difference between poo and dog poo is that's what I'm saying. You don't have a dog, do you? I don't have a dog. No. Oh, good. I'm glad I haven't got a dog now. But no, chicken poo smells very different to dog poo. Do you know? I've never gone round smelling poo. I have a variety of animals, so I know the difference. I'm difficulty with my own, but you know. My tortoise poo <laughs> smells like vegetables. Hmm. It's like a, a cow pat, but imagine it rolled into a sausage. That's my tortoise. How wonderful. Poo. And the noise in the background is, is one of your dogs eating the grass. Oh, yeah. So that's going to have a very different smell later on. Well, she she likes to eat anything that's not hers. Yes. She mostly eats tortoise food. Okay. She's the only dog that I know that enjoys kale. <laughs> but okay. as long as it's not hers, she will eat it. She's a terrier, so the only thing she knows is mine. Yes. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Mine. She's having a lovely little... Uh, Snuffle around. You've got your Bengal cat running through the flowers. Is, is there any animals you haven't got in this place? Yeah, I don't have any tigers. Okay. You've, got, you've got an elephant in the middle of your vegetable patch. Yeah. That was our COVID um, panic buy purchase. Mm-hmm. Everybody went out and bought toilet rolls. We bought a giant elephant. An elephant, yeah. Why? I have no idea. I okay. didn't buy it. <laughs> but this came back from the shop with vegetable seeds. We have We have no toilet paper, love, but here's a... Oh, here's a giant elephant, which it, it, it looks nice. And do you like the decorated stones around the middle? So yes. we we, all, we like to paint stones mm-hmm. and things. So um, we have a variety of different sizes and shapes, and they're all painted bright colours. And we like to decorate the garden with these stones. Nice. Um, yeah. Looking good. It's a, it's a lovely part of the day as well. Mm. We, this is what time is it now? It's about nine. About nine. Nine, yeah. nine yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And it's just it's just a fantastic part of the day where the sun's going down and it's still it's a little bit nippy but it's just gorgeous. Mm. It's still, isn't it? It's, it's still. Very still. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. comes out of this part of the day at the moment as well? And Elliot and I, um, mm. over the past week, so I've been coming out when about when we need it to get a little bit darker and when the chickens go to bed or start to think about going to bed, uh, the May bugs. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so we, they're, they're also known as doodle bugs. Yeah. It's, is it the biggest beetle? It is, yeah. In, in this country. They are huge and mm. you hear them coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. a really like, a, like you know, those big um, C-130 aeroplanes mm. that the parachuters jump out of. Mm. It, you hear it coming. Uh-huh. Um, and then the bats come out. So we will have loads of, bats. loads of bats. I have an arch in the garden that I've grown 
different sorts of jasmine over and I've grown them specifically uh, so we get moths so we get the bats because we knew that there were bats in the garden when we moved in so people plant insect friendly wildlife friendly pollinator friendly plants and we've planted specifically for moths for the early evenings because the bats come through and they dive through this arch and fly around in loops Beautiful. and they're, they're gorgeous they're little tiny pipistrels but they look huge yep. when they go past but they the bodies yep. are only about as big as your thumb yeah and I they're, they're actually, just wonderful if you take a look on that side of the garden there you can see lots of little seedlings don't be fooled they're not weeds and they've come up in less than a week wow because i put that seed down uh, last sunday with the kids and it's wildflower but specific types of wildflowers to attract butterflies and moths mm. so that's we we love to add flowers in the garden so the back of the back of this vegetable patch will be full of flowers in 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 a few months there's a bit of weeding to be done but there'll be wildflowers come up the calendula the nasturtiums the dogs chasing the cat <laughs> um so because i love to mix flowers mm. with vegetables mm. and herbs i like mm. i love to have it all going on in one go mm. i love it in some ways it's better because it confuses um, any of the pests that you're going to get in the garden. If you plant your vegetables in amongst your flower beds, yeah. they find it harder to yeah. zone in on them. So your plant, your, your veg will hopefully grow slightly better. Yeah. Something has eaten my cabbage though. Have That's you noticed it. that? Oh yeah, yeah. However, marks there, yeah. I think it's a chicken. Oh, do you think? <laughs> yeah, there's not much I can do about a chicken. No, no you can't. We, we, we put this fence around, which we weaved ourselves. So there's bits of willow, which you can see are starting to grow, and the rest mm. of it are just sticks that we got mm. off the woodland floor. And we weaved the rest from a bit of coppicing we cut down. And you see the front of it, the kids painted mm. last summer as well to make it quite fun. And we thought, oh, we'll put this fence there because it'll keep the chickens out. It doesn't, they just go over it. Yeah. Just onto it doesn't it work. Yeah. And you can see that the big holes in the garden there are where they have their dust baths. Okay. Mm. In, in amongst the uh, yeah, potatoes and sweet corn. Yeah. Which, yeah. Well, I... I, I I quite like to look at a formal garden, mm. but I would never want my garden to be yeah. formal. Yeah. Yeah. Our garden is absolutely packed, mm. and it's got weeds, not weeds, but, you know, like uh, rocking robin and I don't know, whatever. Ragged robin. It's what? Ragged robin. That's the one. <laughs> It's just full, it, we, we, you know, there's... That is definitely not a weed. No, no it's no. campy and it's be yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, well, we put it in on purpose, mm. foxgloves, and mm. um, we are overrun with forget-me-nots. Yeah, yeah. And no, they're just beautiful, out there. Beautiful. You see them over there? Uh-huh. If you just If you just stand up and take a look over there, you'll oh, see. Oh, yeah, I've seen them here. Forget-me-not. Yeah. There's cow parsley, there's campion, there's dog roses. Well, that is, that is over your fence, that is in our garden. Yeah. Yeah. And that's See, what I like. Yeah. And that's that's the, the kids' trampoline area, which I leave all of that because I love, I just think it looks so mm. beautiful. Um, this this garden cannot be formal. No. It's it's too wild, It's it just absolutely cannot be formal. And I think I really like it. And you, like don't, you wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't, yeah. We didn't mow our lawn this year. We did the no mow May. Did you? And we counted how many plants, had, how many flowers had come up. Yeah. And it was mostly dandelions and buttercups, but we've never done that before. Yeah. And it was really interesting because actually the children said, we want to do this again. Yeah. And can we put some clovers and other things yeah. into the mm. lawn yeah. so that it's deeper. And now they're a bit older. They don't play on the lawn in the same way as they used to when they were little. 
So we are deliberately going to let the lawn go a little bit longer, mm. put some things in it. We have a, a bank at the back that we put mm. wildflowers onto. So that's a, I always call it a lucky dip meadow because I never know what's going to come up. That's it's nice. all wildflowers that just pop up here, there and everywhere from random packets that I've been yeah. given over the years. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to try and encroach on the lawn a little bit more to make it nice. more diverse. You know, um, I had to laugh. I went over to uh, your friend Jay, Jay's place. Oh yeah. And she <laughs> she grew her lawn. I know what you're going to say. And all the neighbours complained. They did. Okay. Yeah, they all they complained did. because yeah. they said you're not looking after the lawn. She says, "Well, I'm letting it go. Well, it's not nice." I'm thinking, "What's it to do with them?" Mm. Anyway, so I said, "Well, why don't you frame it?" Mm-hmm. so why don't you cut round it yeah. so it shows that you can be bothered mm-hmm. yeah. it's not because you're lazy you're it's because you want it yeah. to be like that to encourage wildlife yeah. she made it a feature mm-hmm. yes. she just made that yeah. part of that middle part so of her did, lawn did she? I didn't even see she did, did she, she, frame she it? made it a feature mm-hmm. and what I did is I collected loads of wildflower seed for her mm-hmm. from my garden mm-hmm. and other various places yeah, yeah. where I knew I could collect it and we, she also got some wildflower seed so we've put rattle in there and we've put all sorts of seed in the middle of that so it'd be really interesting to see what mm. comes up this But isn't year. that really weird that you have to do something like yeah. that yeah. in order to appease yeah. neighbours yeah. who mm. think... Well, well, she lives in a very urban environment. Well, it and is, the, yes. the front gardens are all sort of... There's no barriers between mm-hmm. the gardens. Right, yeah. So it's kind of open on the front. People don't really have fences or walls or, you know, mm. so... Uh, when her grass is cut, she's literally cutting a line and the next door neighbour's grass is there. Mm. So if your grass is left long and your neighbour's is perfect, pristine, it's very obvious. Yeah. And I, I think it's great to have long grass and, and, mm. and the wildflowers mm. and things come through, but I think, you know, you, you've got to... You've got to manage your neighbours as much mm. as you manage your garden, haven't you? Mm. I think, and and I think actually what she's done looks great. It does look; it's made it a real feature, mm. um, and it looks neater, I suppose, and keeps the neighbours more interested. Actually, yeah. I think yeah. people are more interested in what she's doing rather than complaining about what she's doing. Yeah. But she's actually done her back garden, um, mm. and her back garden looks great. She's I just know. recently I took most of it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I cut it down. I cut it all down. She cut it down, and, like, and then just went, Phil. Can you take it away? <laughs> he did. Oh, you want to see it now? It's beautiful. Oh, is it nice? Oh, she's now? got some oh, lovely grass so nice. down. It's a it's a space where she can sit and she can work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's she wanted to make an extension for her home, so basically her garden is more of a room, mm-hmm. so she can sit, spend well, time out for there, everyone? and it's absolutely gardens are just another room. It is. Yeah, it is. But the thing is, amazing. you ain't got neighbours to worry about. Well, no. Well, apart from sheep and llamas. Llamas? There's no llamas here. There were before that. Last time I came here. There's never been any llamas here. Are you sure it wasn't just a, a goose well, on the horizon? Well, they're just really tall sheep. It was a goose <laughs> on the horizon in your rearview mirror. But I the, think they might have just been tall sheep. Lo, lo, the the, uh, the long-necked sheep that... Uh, of Thorpe Perrow. Yeah, Thorpe Perrow. Maybe I should get a llama. I'd quite like a llama. I've got stables around there, you know. No. Wait, no. Wait. You know, there's, there's Get a donkey. There, Donkeys are gone. He, he always says that. Get a donkey. Well, I've done a joke. She I, missed I mine. Missed missed You've done the joke. She missed mine. It was wasted. It fell on barren ground. <laughs> I would say say it again, but... <laughs> and the moment's passed, hasn't it? <laughs> Don't look at me in such a puzzled way, Phil. <laughs> Get it? No, honestly. 
get a donkey. They're beautiful and gorgeous and friendly and I, lovely. I think I want a llama. But they they can be feisty. Mm. Have you met my geese? Well, you, yeah, but those <laughs> geese... Have you met my turkey? Yes. Oh, yes. there you have it. She's in there because he is a she. Ah. One has gone missing. Okay. So my turkeys are now turkey, which is yeah, upsetting, yeah, yeah. very upsetting. Um, it's either Mr. You Fox or it's gone off broody in the woods because they're both girls. I thought I had both boys, mm -hmm. but I realised one is sitting in there at the moment on a bunch of eggs. Most of them aren't hers. Um, getting very cranky with anyone that goes near her. Um, so yeah, my, my Turk tiller, Claude, is now Maud. Right. <laughs> Claude is Maud. <laughs> yeah. So you thought it was uh, you thought it was male? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a girl. Mm. They're both girls. Unless they're male sitting on eggs. Could do. But there's also a chicken in there, Broody, called Snowy Chick Chick. Because it's a big white chicken. Obviously, I didn't name it Snowy Chick Chick. Mm. They lifted. <laughs> Who's even crankier than the turkey, because she's also sitting on eggs, which mostly aren't hers as well. Um, so we might have lots of chicks, they too. However, I don't have a male turkey, so... Who knows? That'll be a surprise <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> I do have a cockerel, though, called Robert. Do you know? <laughs> this is Tree of the Pod. I'm not sure if you can hear that most amazing sound. Listen to that. Amazing. So I'm standing underneath a fantastic shelter belt of pine trees or Pinus sylvestris. And these towering evergreens just remind me so much of my childhood and it's that noise that you can hear that really, really brings back the happy childhood memories for me. We spent many a year up in the highlands of Scotland playing and it was always windy. We were always in amongst the pine woods. There was always these great big trees and that sound was almost a soundtrack uh, to my happy childhood. I was very fortunate. So that sound you can hear is from the canopy that sits way above our heads. These trees are huge and when the wind is blowing you get to enjoy this really soothing noise that it makes. This is a noise called Scythiarism which is simply the, the name used to describe the sound that the wind makes going through the trees and through the leaves. So this is a Scots pine and it's one of only three native, native conifers. Uh, in many mature trees they can get up to about 40 metres in height and can live actually for around 700 years. So these are big old trees, some of these. These are huge as well. The one that I'm standing in front of is mature. Its bark is really well developed and it has a real scaly texture. And it's got the most lovely orangey brown uh, colours to the bark. And the further up into the canopy I look, the redder the texture becomes. It's, it's something you only really see in very mature specimens. 
The leaves are needles and they are blue green in colour and when crushed they release the most lovely fragrant scent. So the fruit that these trees produce is a cone and that's a familiar sight littering the ground in many pine woodlands. They're actually a great source of food for wildlife and in certain areas in the country where they grow naturally they feed and house animals that are quite special like the red squirrel, the pine marten and the Scottish wildcat. So the uses for these trees, as many trees have uses, are staggering really. A rope can be made from the inner bark, a resin can be used to make turpentine, tar from the roots, dye from the cones and the dry cones are great fire starters. If you sit them in a load of melted wax, they make the most amazing fire lighters. Medicinally, the green cones can be used to make a honey and the new fresh growth can be used to make a tea for colds, flus and other respiratory health issues. You can pop young pine shoots into the bath and have the most amazing, relaxing soak. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. That's been another edition of Trials and Tribulations. Now, if you liked it, please subscribe and follow. But until next time, keep it green.